The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. These benefits are mostly travel reimbursement coverage related, and they're offering them all over the place. We have Disney, Amazon, Netflix, and the gist of it is, if you work for any of these companies, they want you to be able to go out of state to get an abortion. Welcome back. It's 1036. Of course, so many different legal aspects that have come up with what are now 50 different state laws governing abortion in light of Friday's decision striking down Roe. One of the considerations has been from an employer coverage standpoint, and we're going to delve into that conversation with Sandra Spurgeon, who happens to be an undefeated trial attorney, over 120 wins in state and federal court cases. She's the author of Courage to Stand and Surviving Greatness, and uh, greatness, given your track record, seems to be apropos, Sandra. Uh, Appreciate you taking the time with us. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the employer piece relative to abortion policies. You've had many employers, often a lot of the large companies that like to take leading stances on social issues, kind of raise their hand after Friday's ruling and say, hey, yeah, we're going to make sure we have coverage in place for employees who want to travel to states where uh, they can get abortion as they, they see fit. I mean, to begin with, how common is this type of coverage in employer plans already? Well, you know, to understand, most large employers are self-insured. They may have a third-party administrator governing the or overseeing the administration of the health care plan, but they themselves set aside a percentage of their profits and projections to uh, provide health care. And it is not unusual in those companies that there are policies or exceptions for such as like if an individual has pancreatic cancer and they want to go or travel to a state to undergo um, an experimental treatment uh, or an advanced treatment that their state may not currently offer. So it's not unusual that employers will have these type of health care or cover these type of health care costs for its employees for major corporations. But this is something different. This is something that... Uh, We're going to see, like yesterday, there were 14 GOPs in the state of Texas who banded together and said, uh, employers, you say you're going to pay these costs for women to travel out of state. You will do so, but you will be penalized. Now, that that was really a... Um, a, a shot across the bow, if you will, in terms of you need to reverse your course or you're going to be penalized. So what does that mean? Um, does it mean that they're going to face criminal penalties, civil penalties? You know, so, and it's not just the companies who may be subjected to this. It may be the employees who put their stamp of approval on the employee's request for time off or the employee's request for uh, costs associated in travel or the costs associated with the procedure. You know, if it is a procedure that is illegal in, in your state, um, is the employer going to need to know so they can weigh their risk uh, as to what procedure that employee is going to obtain? If so, you've got a waiver of that individual's right to medical privacy. 
So it's just a can of worms that's been uh, that has been opened uh, since Friday, and I really think that the the government will target um, the one one corporate entity and take them on and uh, to and it will just take one for it to have a chilling effect for companies to say we can't subject our employees to criminal or civil prosecution uh, for uh, what they uh, were making as a social statement. On Friday, our state's law in Florida limit of 15 weeks goes into effect. Um, assuming there's not a, a stay of that law, there's currently a legal challenge uh, against it. Sandra, we always hear about legal precedent. And because of how new this is, I would imagine that the conversation we're having is unsettled in the courts at this point. It is. It is. You know, so the interesting thing is that previously the Supreme Court in a long, drawn-out battle, uh, Hobby Lobby, uh, because of its religious foundation, argued that um, as a private administrator of health care provider, as an employer, they couldn't be forced to provide, uh, to pay for birth control for women. And you know what? The Supreme Court said, yes, you're right. So now... We have the converse at hand. We have an employer. We're not having employers who are saying we don't want to pay. We're having employers who say we do want to pay. And so um, it really is going to be determined on a state-by-state basis, which really, to me at this point, is a huge overwhelming problem because Friday night I was giving an interview to one of the iHeart stations in Cincinnati, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and in Ohio, I could um, I could still have the procedure done there on Friday. In the state of Kentucky, there was a trigger law that had been in, uh, that had been uh, enacted several months before that if Roe v. Wade was overturned, it became illegal in the state of Kentucky. So one foot in Ohio, it was legal. One foot in Kentucky, it was illegal. Sandra, this isn't unusual, though, right, with especially large corporations, because you have other employment regs and rules and laws that apply to all facets uh, that have to be complied with by companies based upon the state that they are employing uh, people. So wouldn't this just kind of be like one more, even though it's obviously a hot button topic? Well, I would say yes. Sandra, I really appreciate the time and the additional explanations. Good information. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Sandra Spurgeon, again, the author of Courage to Stand and of Surviving Greatness website, SandraSpurgeon.com. It's one of those things where, based upon the state that you're incorporated in, you're subjected to certain laws, certain regs. And then... Every state that an employee is employed in, this has actually been a huge learning curve for many corporations all during the pandemic when you had so many people that became remote workers and many companies that employed people that typically were in an office in a particular state. And then suddenly they relocated because they were remote now and they didn't have to go back to an office and they ended up moving where they wanted to be. And then had to comply with all those different things. So though we're talking about abortion and all this is new specific to abortion policy itself, this actually has been right front and center in terms of compliance across all 50 states for so many American multinationals 
during the past couple of years. It's but the latest. Yeah, completely unsettled in the courts in that regard. So it's something that I have no doubt, as we have litigation flying everywhere right now across the country, will be part of the conversation. And on that abortion piece, you know, the one thing that just does not get attention, how many states are actually expanding access to abortion beyond what the Supreme Court had enabled at 24 weeks? you got states like California, Colorado, New York that are moving the other direction. So they're actually going to be even more access based upon where one is. Today's Q&A of the day dives into some of this coming up at 1150. We'll take a look at some of what is going on in, in different states. We'll have not only the trending story of next, along with the horrific human smuggling story, another border crisis story coming out of San Antonio last night. The latest next right here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610, WIOD. 